Hi, this is Matt Wallace, lead pastor at Holy Cross Lake Mary, and this is our podcast. I want to thank you for joining us, and I pray this message inspires you and helps build your faith. To learn more about Holy Cross, visit hclm.org. Enjoy the message. So we continue with the scripture reading for the day, which comes to us from Luke chapter 12, starting at verse 22. Uh, Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to a span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, Why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin, and yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass which is alive in the field today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be worried, for all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. This is the word of the Lord. Okay, so we have an opening question for all of you. If, you, if this is your first time worshiping with us or first time in a while, uh, we have a couple of interactive questions during the message that you get a chance to respond to. And so you can respond in one of two ways. If you're uh, streaming and worshiping along with us at home, you can jump on the live chat there. Pastor Chris, our online pastor for the day, will see your response there and be able to relay it to me. Or if you'd rather, and for those of you in the room, this is probably the way to go, you can text your responses to 407-842-8884. And once again, uh, Pastor Chris will get those. So here's my opening question. Although at the time when I wrote this question, I wasn't thinking that it was teacher commissioning. So hopefully we get a lot of the same answer here. You'll see what I'm about when I say what I'm about to say. But here's the question. Uh, If you didn't have to worry about money or pay uh, or, you know, being able to pay your rent and all of that, you could just do whatever you wanted. What would your dream job be? Uh, so, you know, yeah, we won't out you, like it's anonymous, so, you know, if you say something other than teacher at Holy Cross Lutheran Academy, it's okay. Uh, but yeah, so if you didn't have to worry about money, uh, what would your, what would you be doing? What, what would be your dream job? Um, while we're waiting for those answers to come in, again, you can text them to 407-842-8884, uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story. So I was watching a TV show. Um, it's a science fiction show uh, called The Orville. Are you guys familiar with the show at all? It's not super well known. But if you like sci-fi, you like Star Trek, I recommend it. Check it out. Uh, but there's a scene in that uh, show where one of the characters, one of the main characters, is explaining how things work in their world to someone from another world, right? And the, the person from the other world, another lady, uh, their world is a lot like ours, where they have to work in order to make money in order to survive, right? In order to provide for themselves food and shelter and all of that. And the person, uh, the main character from the show was saying, oh, we don't do that. We don't have money anymore. 
Uh, our our um, you know, technology is so great that we can just create whatever we need, and so people don't have to work. And uh, the other person was like, well, what do they do? Just, you guys just lay around all day or, you know? And, uh, and the first lady was like, no, no. Well, she said some people do that, you know? But what we found is that ultimately, that's not very satisfying. That's not, you know, uh, it, it doesn't really make you content and happy. And so what most people do is because they don't have to work to provide for themselves, they can just do whatever they're interested in. They can do whatever they want to do. So if someone wants to make art or music, they can just do it. If somebody wants to, you know, uh, read about and study history, they can just do it. Uh, if somebody wants to be a scientist, they can study whatever they want uh, because we're free to do that. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, that actually sounds, first of all, really, really cool to me uh, to live in such a place. But also, I was thinking to myself, it sounds a little bit like what Jesus is saying here, right? That when you remove worry and anxiety and fear, it frees us up to be the people that God has made us to be. Uh, so before we dig into that, Pastor Chris, what are dream jobs besides teacher, obviously, uh, believe it or not, Pastor Matt, a lot of people said teachers, a bunch of <laughs> brown nosers in this group. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, let's see. We've got Chris Otterino said pizza taster. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> somebody, this one cracked me up. Uh, somebody said drawbridge operator. Like, I feel like that would be the most boring job of all time. <laughs> but that's pretty funny. Um, actress, uh, Cindy said actress. Lana, your wife, said rodeo clown, true story. Yeah. Um, we had theater teacher, book critic, and we had two missionaries. Uh, Owen wants to own his own small pizzeria. Apparently, he thinks it will fail. Um, let's see. <laughs> and uh, Kyle Williams is going to end it with, let's go with Taste Tester at Taco Bell for new menu items. Ah, there you go. Yeah, sweet. Uh, so Jesus says this. He says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. In fact, uh, he does it as part of a, a larger little segment that starts at verse 32. I'll just, I know we just read it, but real quick. He says, Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Jesus is making uh, what is a fairly simple and direct point right there where he's saying uh, don't work for things uh, that don't last, but rather value and work for things that have eternal consequences, that have eternal rewards, that have spiritual rewards. Um, in fact, it kind of reminds me, I know not all of you were here, but last week we talked about um, a passage from Ecclesiastes, the book written by Solomon in the Old Testament. And in one part, he's complaining kind of bitterly about having to work and toil hard your, old, your whole life, you know, only to not, never get to enjoy it, but to leave it to someone else that comes after you, right? And the joke I made, because he pretty much does say this, is he says, because that person might even be an idiot, you know? And so he's, Jesus is kind of acknowledging that and saying, that's correct. So don't put your value in those things, right? Don't worry about those things. Uh, those aren't what's important in life. 
because that stuff doesn't last and it doesn't bring that kind of ultimate contentment and happiness either that God wants us to have. God wants us to value the things he values because what we value, we love, and where your treasure is, there your heart is also. So God wants to change our viewpoint of what is important in life. Uh, And he wants it to be changed so that we can begin to live as his people. There's uh, an an old expression uh, that I've heard before. Maybe you've heard it. Uh, It's this. It's... uh, Find something to do that you love, and you'll never work a day in your life, right? And we see that principle at work here, too, that uh, Jesus is saying when you love the things, when you value the things, when you treasure the things that God values and loves and treasures, then those things and working with those things and being a part of those things ceases to be work. It, it stops being something you have to do, and it starts being something that you get to do. But for that to happen, our attitudes and our outlooks have to change. Um, before I go on, I want to ask a second question. So it's a little more serious of a question, it's, and it's more of a poll, really, than a question. Um, so, but I, I don't want you to be concerned. I'm not going in a negative way with this, Okay. And so, and I, and I recognize and values people's privacy and have, with all these caveats, have I piqued your interest enough yet about what the question is? Um, the question is this. Uh, it's something people don't always tell you, but how many people do you know personally, including yourself, do you want to count it as the number, um, that are on some kind of medication for anxiety or depression? How many people do you know personally that are on some kind of Uh, that are on some kind of uh, medicine for anxiety or depression. And again, you can text your answer to 407-842-8884. And this is not to call out those people, but only merely to demonstrate something. Um, So while we're waiting for those answers to come in, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I, uh, so again, those of you that are guests and visitors may not know this, but uh, I watch a lot of YouTube and uh, one of the YouTubers that I follow, or actually I used to follow him, I guess I don't anymore, is a guitar player uh, by the name, he goes by Stevie T on YouTube. And he's an amazing guitar player. Uh, far better than me, although he plays in a different style anyway. He's what guitar players call a shredder, which means that he plays guitar like really, really, really fast, right? Lots of notes. And uh, he likes a style of music that's called progressive or progressive metal or progressive rock. And there was a band that he really liked uh, called Dragon Force. You've probably never heard of them. Um, But people in that niche that like that music know of them. They're a pretty well-known band. And so everyone, all the fans of both Stevie and Dragon Force, wanted him to play with the band. So apparently the band got word of this, and they actually invited him to go on tour with them. And so everyone was super excited. They were super pumped to see their favorite YouTuber go on tour with this band. And right before it was about to happen, Stevie put out a video saying he wasn't going to do it. And do you know why he wasn't going to do it? Because he confessed that he deals with very, very bad anxiety. And he just couldn't, the thought of getting on stage in front of all those people, he just couldn't do it. 
And this is a guy that has a YouTube channel with like over 3 million followers, right? He's an amazing guitar player, super talented. You know, I mean, he records himself playing and there, you know, performs in front of people in that way all the time. Someone you would never expect or suspect suffered from something like anxiety, especially to that level. And yet, he does. How many of us walk around all day from day to day, maybe we're not telling anyone, but we have that same struggle. We struggle with anxiety and worry and depression. It's probably more common than we think. And that's why I asked that question, Pastor Chris. Yeah. What are, it's more of a poll, but like what, what's well, the biggest number that somebody... A zillion. Somebody <laughs> a said zillion. a zillion. So Every without, person on the planet. I'll leave a zillion out, and I, this tested my math abilities, but I have about 121 uh, wow. people yeah. that said that. But I got to tell you, Pastor Matt, that's usually not the opening statement when you meet somebody. You right, know? Like, yeah. Hey, I'm Chris, and I'm on, yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's... It's not a, you know, it's not a Zoloft commercial. Right, you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah. But 119. Uh, yeah, and, you know, the, Chris brings up a good point that that's something that, unless you know somebody well, you probably wouldn't even know that about them. And so think of how many people there could be. The numbers are probably even higher than what you know. And so it, into that, Jesus comes and he says, don't worry. Uh, and, you know, that's, that can be difficult. If you're someone that is battling anxiety and depression, for someone to come to you and just say, like, oh, you know, just stop worrying about it. It's not actually very helpful, and it's generally not something that you can do, especially when it seems like in this world that we live in, there are so many things to be legitimately worried about, right? They're real things. Jesus says, do not worry about what you will eat or what you will drink. But the fact of the matter is, we worry about what we will eat and what we will drink. We worry about having enough. We worry about being able to provide for ourselves and provide for our families. And for some people, it's a real struggle. I'm always hyper aware when I talk about this, any of these like do not worry passages, that there could be someone sitting in this room right now that is worried uh, about whether they or their family are going to have enough to eat. Or you may be worried that you're not going to be able to make rent this month. Those are real, legitimate concerns. Those aren't something that we just gloss over. We don't go, oh, well, you know, just focus on God and forget about all that other stuff, right? Because that other stuff matters. And Jesus knew this. Jesus knew that other stuff matters. That's why he doesn't come in and just say, don't worry. He does at least two other things to deal with those people that he was talking to that might be in the kind of position that I just described. The first thing he does is he acknowledges that God understands that and he cares about it, right? In verse 30, he says, For all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. So Jesus acknowledges, like, yes, you do need those things. He's not saying, you don't, you don't need food. No, he's, he knows. God knows. God understands. And then he also calls on all of the people there and all of us to be a part of meeting those needs. Right? Verse 33, he says, sell your possessions and give 
to the needy. So Jesus, is, Jesus recognizes those are real concerns, real needs. He acknowledges that God knows and cares, and he calls on us to help one another in those needs. But he doesn't want us to do it living in fear. He doesn't want us to do it crushed uh, by anxiety and worry. We don't want to start thinking about those things so much that they become the things we treasure instead of the more important things. So Jesus does tell us not to worry, but he gives us three good reasons why. And the first is simply this, that God values you. God cares about you. God loves you. He says in verse 24, Consider the ravens, they neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? God takes care of the birds, and you're way more important to him. He loves you, and he cares for you. And so he does care about meeting your needs. He does want you to have what you need to get by in this life. And that love, that value, that care is no better demonstrated than in the person of Jesus Christ himself. God incarnate, who came down into this world, who came down into this world full of cares and worries and anxieties, and lived with us, and lived for us, and of course, died for us in this same world. And because of that, we have forgiveness. Because of that, we have new life. Because of that, we have something else to look forward to and to look toward rather than just meeting our daily needs. It's because of that that he gives us the kingdom. And that's the second thing that Jesus points out. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God gives us the kingdom, and he's happy to do it. It's his good pleasure. And when we have the kingdom, we know we have everything that we need. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the story of the prodigal son. But not the prodigal son himself, the other son. The one who, when the prodigal son came back and the father comes out and throws him a party, and the older son gets mad, and he won't come in. So the father goes out to him. And the son complains. He's like, I've been here the whole time. I've done everything that was right, and you never threw me a party. And the father says, son, don't you know, you're always with me, and everything I have is already yours. That's what it means to live in the kingdom, that we are his children. He is always with us, and everything that he has is ours. So we don't need to worry about these other things. And the final reason that Jesus gives of why we should not worry is because God wants a relationship with us. He wants our hearts to be with him, right? What we treasure, there our heart is. And he wants us to treasure the same things he does so that our heart will be where he is. So we get ready to start a new school year. Uh, It can be full of promise and potential and good things, but also for many people, including some of your students, 
can be full of anxiety and stress. But do not worry. Do not be overcome by your fears and anxieties. Instead, when we face challenges, even when those challenges are real and legitimate, remember who you are. That God values you. That he loves you. And that you have treasure in a kingdom that will never end. And like that cool vision of the future, we also are freed to pursue life differently and to be the people that we really are and that we have been made to be through Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this message and would like to learn more or contribute to Holy Cross, please visit hclm.org.